Hey friend, you are listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Brown. I'm a professional home organizer, decluttering specialist, and business coach. I created POC to empower you to reach new heights in your business. Through insightful interviews, expert guidance, and actionable strategies, we will equip you with the tools that you need to excel. This podcast is not just about tidying up spaces. It's about building a supportive sisterhood of passionate professional organizers. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, this podcast is for you. So let's do this. Welcome back to the Pro Organizers Coach podcast and YouTube channel. Today, I have Christina Woods with me. Thank you, Christina, for being on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Samantha. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So for you listening, Christina is a licensed rapid transformational therapist. She is a clinical hypno- hypnotherapist. She's an empowerment coach and a Reiki master, which is so cool. Um, <laughs> she she combines her background in corporate leadership along with her life experience in dealing with trauma and abandonment to empower other women to trust their intuition and set themselves free of self-doubt, which I think is fantastic because we all know as we're building our businesses, all the things start to come up. Like if you've not worked on yourself, if you know anything that you've not dealt with as an entrepreneur, all of a sudden starts to come up and those it doubts. Sure does. That, yeah. Um, and so today we wanted to talk about some of those things, but also specifically how your your powerful subconscious mind, how you can make it work for you. And so oh, I'm so excited, Christina. So first, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, just kind of get us up to date about who you are and what's going on with you. And then we'll get into the topic. This is my second career. So this is, a, it's so fun in my life right now. I had a 30-year corporate career before this and not exciting anymore. I had some life changes. And so now I focus entirely on mentoring and coaching and working with women. And many are entrepreneurs like yourself and your audience and now myself. And you're right. Everything comes up when you are, hey, I want to do this thing now in my own business. So I found hypnotherapy by working on myself going through some self, um, self-development and trying to grow myself and trying to also get rid of some patterns and some things in my life that I didn't want anymore in my life, some self-sabotage, some procrastination, some issues with money where I grew up and I had the belief that, wow, if you worked, earning money had to be really hard. And I had just, you know, a lot of things that some of us grow up with that we we live what we learn. And I wanted to unlearn those things and have some new patterns in my life. So I fell upon and learned about hypnotherapy and never, ever thought that would be something that I did, but here I am. And I'm able to incorporate all that leadership that I learned in the corporate world and combine it all. And hypnotherapy is this very natural way that people, and it it is becoming a lot more mainstream, but it's this beautiful natural way where we are able to access this part of our mind that actually is running the show and we don't realize it. It's our subconscious mind is 95% 
of how we view ourselves, how we view the world, and sort of the lens in which we look through life. And so often we're just focusing on this 5% little critical analytical mind and trying to make changes there, but it's that subconscious, it's that iceberg where the 95% of the iceberg is underneath the water, where that is really driving the ship, if you will. And so that's where I like to share with people some mind hacks that can really influence how we make a difference and make move the needle, if you will, and really start to feel empowered and love ourselves and make big differences in our lives. Yeah, I love that. And actually what's coming up for me is when I started my entrepreneurial journey, um, I went through a period where for me, it was, it's always been trees. I'm very like, I go outside. I like to put my feet on the ground, mm -hmm. birds, the whole nine. Um, right. And I kept, I kept envisioning and like feeling in my spirit, like right now you're growing the roots and however far you grow those roots and, and dealing with those roots and getting all of those good is how tall and big and strong your tree can grow. Ooh, because, you know, that. you know, when you're, you're first starting, you feel like no one sees you. You feel like what you're doing, like, is it, doesn't matter or, or like all the seeds you're planting, you're like, oh, they haven't grown. And, and for the past two weeks, I've been really hustling, <laughs> you know, and like nothing's happening. Um, and so I kept having to remind myself like, no, 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 I'm growing my root system. I'm growing my root system, you know, and that helped me visualize and I think take a lot of pressure off of myself of like, oh, well, my tree should already be grown and, and fully developed and like all That's of the great. things. Yeah, like getting really strong and grounded and rooted into, you know, having that foundation, right? So that the leaves can grow and the branches can grow out. You're absolutely right. Because it's so true when you're by yourself, all of a sudden everything is amplified. And I always tell my clients, you know, I had this 30-year corporate career where I was leading hundreds of people on stage, speaking to thousands of people. It didn't matter when I opened my own business. I was petrified to do a social media post. And, and you know, here I am on Instagram going, wait, what? I can't do that. People are going to laugh at me and say, who am I? What do you, who do you think you are? Like, where did this come from? So it's normal and it's okay. And there's things that we can do, but it does stir up all that self-doubt and our mind wants to really, once you understand our subconscious mind's job is really just to keep us safe and alive, it does not care if the beliefs that you have about yourself are right or wrong, they're true or false, it doesn't matter. It's just saying, wait a second, I just wanna keep you alive. And if keeping you small and anxious in your bedroom with the door shut is gonna do that, okay, well then I don't care, we're gonna do that. But it doesn't realize that that belief you have maybe might've been rooted in you being eight years old, afraid in third grade, because you know you were nervous on the playground and it's rooted in that and our subconscious doesn't know how old we are. We just need to update and upgrade these beliefs so they feel safe. And we could say, wait a second, I'm fine. I know what I'm doing here. I actually can help other people do this. So it's just like our phone. We up great and update our phone all the time. We need to do it with our subconscious, with our beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I love the fact that you have brought in like the hip hypnotherapy and, and all of that, because like you said, it's, it, we have our conscious mind, I'm sure we can sit and kind of analyze and think about it all day long and 
and try to to shift things. And that helps to a certain extent, of course. But I'm sure, like you said, a lot of it is much deeper. So it, it could be the third grade thing or it could be, you know, like you like with money, whatever your parents believed, all of a sudden sure. you find your, yourself believing that, um, you know, like I always had a thought and didn't even realize I had it until I started doing my own work was that like, oh, well, if you're rich, all of a sudden you're prideful or something like that. Something it's like a negative thing to be wealthy. But now I'm in a place where I'm like, no, no, no. I want to be wealthy so I can be a conduit to help others, you know, like and shifting those mindsets like it takes true intention and it takes that that the desire to want to do that. But it also takes the time and allowing yourself to be on that journey to do those things. Yes. And just, you know, a conscious decision to be curious, like, wait, wait a second, where did that belief come from? What is that? You know, and, and an exercise I'll go through with people is, you know, how old do you think I am belief? Let's talk about this because, you know, is that even true? Pausing and saying, is that even true? Are, is everyone that's wealthy are they really these terrible people that have no conscience and don't want to help people? Well, maybe some, but not everyone. I know I wouldn't be that way. You're not that way. So it's questioning, getting curious and questioning. And a good way of thinking about it is that our conscious mind is our logical mind, but our subconscious, which is also the unconscious. So we're not even aware of what we're aware of. So it's our, our unconscious is our emotional part of our mind. So emotions will always trump logic. So we often get really frustrated with ourselves and say, gosh, I knew better. Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I, why did I put that off till the last minute? I, I shouldn't have done that. We're kicking ourselves or getting frustrated with ourselves or why did I eat that cookie at 10 o'clock at night? I knew better, but our emotions will trump our logic. So getting to the emotional part of it, our subconscious mind, again, makes a lot of sense. It's why most diets don't work because if a diet worked, we'd all only need one. The whole universe would follow it and we'd all be good or one budget. Well, okay. That's what you do. You follow it. You're good. Money's not about money. Food's not about food. It's this other emotional component in our subconscious, the filter that we put it through that really makes a big difference. So. Yeah. Well, and honestly, for a lot of not, not a lot. I, I want, I don't, I hate to say like everyone, but something I see a lot and that I know I walked through, especially when I was first starting my organizing business was imposter syndrome. Oh, huge. Yeah. You know, where you, especially as professional organizers, I think we have this um, belief, or at least I did. I try to say I did because I don't want to put it off on other people, but I do see sure. it a lot also. Um, but I, we have this belief that the word professional I think somewhere subconsciously we think like, oh my gosh, I should have a certification. I should have gone to college for this. I should have like all of these other things. And because now it it says professional and so I should be a professional. So then all of a sudden, whatever the emotions to the word professional are coming up. And if we don't feel 100% prepared and 100% above and beyond ready to deal with something that we've not dealt with yet. So of course we don't know what we're walking into, but instead of, instead of allowing ourselves that grace, we go to that emotional place of I'm an imposter. 
oh my gosh, you know, and I know a lot of business owners feel that way just in general, but I love kind of what you were saying of how the emotions are the unconscious. And so getting to that emotion of why am I feeling this way and and being curious about diving deeper into those thoughts. Sure. And, you know, I'm, I could be the poster child for imposter syndrome. I'll just, you know, say that right out the gate because, you know, having starting a second career at the age of 50, when you're entering a a field, whatever it is, doesn't matter if you're starting at 20 or 50, but especially when you're a little bit older, you think, okay, I'm, I'm entering a field people have been doing for a very long time. And yes, I'm bringing in a lot of life experiences. Still, people maybe will think, I know I should know more and just all these self-doubts will pop up. And what I have learned now and, and all the work that I've done on myself and and I just, you know, trying to be very vulnerable here and, and sharing with people that it really doesn't matter. We all experience these things. And I think it's important to share that because we always think we're the only ones that, that are are feeling, you know, having this imposter syndrome or everybody else looks like they have it together or they're so confident and, you know, and, and really we all have these moments, but there's so often in, in most clients I work with these themes of I'm not enough or not enoughness, or that's not available to me. That's available to other people. Success. I can have a little bit of it, but real huge success. That's not available to me. And so this, I'm not enoughness. If you think about when you see a baby, a baby is not born with, I'm not enough. You know, they, they're waving. They don't care if they have food on their face, their hair, dirty diaper. They don't care. They're, they think they're awesome. And so we, over time, this, I'm not enoughness thing starts to create this belief in us. And so at the root of imposter syndrome or whatever is creating maybe procrastination or a little bit of self-sabotage is just knowing that that's not all of us. It's just a part of us. And using hypnosis or whatever it is that you want to, there's many avenues to go in and find the part within us, the part within you that has that little voice that's saying, no, you're not enough. You need to, you know, read another book or you need to hold off and do another course before you get more clients or that little voice telling you, you don't know enough. It's really, really just about, you know, you think you're not enough, but we are enough and self-care, self-compassion, really just loving ourselves starts to fill that up and knowing that we are enough. We were born enough, you know, a higher power, whatever, you know, your higher power is for me. I know God created me with enough approval, enough safety, enough of everything inside me. And it's only when I loan my jars out to everybody else to make me feel good enough. That's when I don't feel good enough. But when I take those cups back, those jars back, I'm already enough. And so are you. It's only when I say, um, Instagram, could you make me feel good enough? Or um, can I have five more clients and then I'll feel really good? No, no, no. You're already good enough. Then yeah. then that's when the clients flood in. Yes. Yeah. Because that is a huge point just in general as a business owner of something I've learned is whatever energy we're showing up with, not not the energy we want to be showing up with, exactly. not the energy we think we should be showing up with, but the inner energy we are actually showing up with on the inside 
is what ends up happening in our business. 100%. Hey friend, are you getting stuck in the challenges of launching or growing your business? Do you feel overwhelmed by all of the things that you think you quote unquote should be doing? Girl, I have been exactly where you are, which is why I am now offering Unstuck Coaching Sessions. For just $77, you get 60 minutes of one-on-one personalized support and the expert guidance that you need to navigate your way to success. Don't let obstacles hold you back any longer. This coaching is the answer you've been searching for. Are you ready to know exactly what your next steps are? Book your session today and rediscover the hope and clarity that you need to thrive. Go to ProOrganizersCoach.com or click the link in the show notes and I will see you there. The more you can look within and the more that we can figure out within what is going on, the more, believe it or not, that then all of a sudden the things around you start to work the way that they're supposed to. You do end up getting those clients, those things that you were were going after physically on the outside without taking the time to look inward. It doesn't work when you do it that way. But when you stop and you're like, okay, let me look inward. Let me go for a walk. Let me meditate. Let me talk to yes. God. Let me like get re-centered and figure out. And And we all like, we all have this piece of denial but the same way we have that that small voice telling us that something is wrong, it's kind of like that angel and devil on the shoulders. We all also still know when we look deep within, when we get real quiet, when we get real still, we can kind of pinpoint for ourselves, or at least I can, of what is going on within me. It may take me a minute. It may take some, like you said, curiosity and trying to figure out where is mm-hmm. that really coming from? And it may take some time. Sometimes you don't get the answer right then in that moment. But maybe a week later or something, you'll be like, you know, reading a book or looking at something. And it's like a light bulb moment. And you're like, oh, that's what's been coming up for me. Right, right. And it's creating those moments of stillness. I, I, I find with clients just creating a small morning routine or some type of morning routine where they have some stillness or quietness might be in the afternoon or whenever, you know, the house is quiet or some, some time where it's either meditation or a a walking meditation or a, you know, journaling is a huge um, exercise. I'm a huge fan of even just saying, you know, I, Samantha, I, Christina feel, and then writing how you feel. And if we start to notice a pattern, gosh, I'm always feeling overwhelmed. So we can even add just like when, and you start to learn, wow, just like when, yeah, when I was 16 and I had two jobs, my car kept breaking down and da, 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 da. Okay. Well now I'm 35. My life is different. Now I just have to tell my brain that was then this is now because again, our subconscious doesn't know how old we are and it will default to the most dominant belief. And it, we get more of what we feel. So like you said, you know, whatever we're feeling, we're going to get more of, we never get what we want. We get what we already have. So what do you have? What are you feeling? You know, I want, I want all these things. That's, that's scarcity. I have, I'm feeling, it's like feeling like you're popping champagne or in a bubble bath and feeling really 
more and more of that, that ripples out into your world and you start to see the things that quote unquote you want <laughs> start right. to come in. <laughs> but, you know, the a mind hack from a hypnosis standpoint or from the subconscious standpoint is every thought you think, just imagine that every thought is creating a blueprint and your whole entire mind is looking for evidence out in your world like radar to give you evidence that that blueprint is accurate. So just like an architect creates a, a blueprint for a home to build, every thought you think creates a blueprint. And then beam, 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 it's going to look for evidence. Every time you go talk to somebody at the grocery store, your family, work, let me find evidence to prove this blueprint is accurate. So what is your blueprint? Is it I'm not enough? Or is it I'm, you know, I'm working on myself. I'm enough right now today. Yes, I want to be stronger and better, but I'm enough and I'm so grateful and I have so much to be grateful for. You will find more evidence for that, or you could have a scarcity mindset. You'll find plenty of evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plenty. <laughs> plenty. And, you know, I love though what you're saying because so, and I don't even remember who said it. Cause you know, I'm, we're, we're all kind of podcasts, not junkies, but you know, we listen to a lot <laughs> of different things. Um, and I don't remember who said it, but they were talking about how, whenever um, they had first started their business, they kept like almost going ahead in their mind. And when they would have those quiet, still moments, they would not only think about what they wanted, but they would like imagine it happening. And yeah. then they would like, they would feel and they'd be like, how does it smell? How does it feel? How does yes. it taste? How does it look? Like they would put themselves in that. So then that way, when they come back to now, all of a sudden, it's like you're saying, that blueprint is start and that radar is starting to find proof to get them to that place because that is what their blueprint started out as. Absolutely. Oh, no. oh sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I know, I think Mel Robbins talks about it, but a lot of people talk about it and you know, it is, it's something, it's a habit. It's creating a habit and you know, it's our, our mind responds to the pictures and the words that we put in our minds. So, you know, what are we saying to ourselves? What images are we creating? And our mind is really responding to those things. So I know in the beginning of creating my business or uh, even with a lot of my clients, they're already established in their business, but they're wanting to up level. And that's when a lot of those little voices can pop up. Like I've already been successful. I can't possibly be even more successful. Yes, you can. But what are the words that we're saying? So writing words, you know, little post-it notes and words. And it, it is not just about affirmations. It really is more than that. It's where the images and words and making those things familiar. And the mind will want to go back to what's familiar and it wants to lead you towards pleasure. But what does your mind link to pleasure? So for some people, safety is linked to pleasure. And that's not taking a risk, not doing something. So you gotta, we gotta make sure what are you linking to pleasure? And we can rewire the mind to link different things to pleasure. We just have to find out first what it's linked to and then rewire and, and, and say different things to your mind until your mind starts to say, oh, okay. So talking to new clients and sharing what you do is safe and fun and you like it. All right, yeah, okay. And then it starts to get more familiar. 
Yeah. Well, and I heard one time, because you know how you have those those moments as you're learning and becoming an entrepreneur that are like um like golden nuggets or kind of neon, neon sign moments that just stick yes. out in your head that that just help you kind of shift your mindset. And one of them was um it was whenever I was trying to get clients, and it was when I first started my organizing business. And the idea of of speaking to someone and like telling them I'm a professional organizer. Well, first off, just saying that was so scary and so overwhelming because at that time I technically wasn't. I hadn't worked with clients. So in my mm -hmm. mind, I had I this know. scarcity and I'm like, so I'm I don't know. But the um the nugget that I got was I was listening to someone and they were talking about how depending you can either look at it as, oh, the second I get a no it must mean I'm not good enough or like I'm, you know, whatever, whatever you want to make that mean. Or yes. you can shift it to, yes, I got my first no. I'm that much closer to my yes. Exactly. And that just that one little mindset shift switched it so much for me to where it almost became like a game, which must be why it worked because you're talking about pleasure and about how our mind wants to go to the pleasure and yes. so when I made it fun, when that shifted my mindset from something I dread and something that seems very unsafe to all of a sudden something that is very safe and fun and exciting, like it just, it helped me tremendously to get that mindset shift. Yeah, it really does. And I, I think it's important to also understand that many times we say one thing, well, we're saying two different things and the mind cannot have two conflicting voices. So I really want to be successful, but I also, I, I'm so stretched with the kids and everything. I don't want to jeopardize anything that would make me, you know, I'm going to be a bad mom if I, if I work more. All right. So here we are. We have two different lanes. You clearly cannot drive the car in two different lanes. The mind cannot have two conflicting thoughts. And so whichever is the dominant thought is going to win. <laughs> and, and very often with the entrepreneurs that I work with as you know, with women is, well, of course we don't want to jeopardize not, you know, not taking care of the family and our children. And, and so we have these self-sabotaging, not intentional, but these moments where we'll, we'll make some strides in the business and then it'll slow down. Something will stop it. Something will happen. Kids will get sick. Something will happen. And when I work with clients, what we do is we allow that mama bear voice, which is what I'll call it, to get really loud. And we'll make a promise to that voice, such as, you know, if if having a successful business means that you won't be a good mother or a good, you know, wife or or whoever, a good, you know, caretaker to your parents that you also help, whatever it might be, then you're right. Forget it. You won't have the business. But if it also means you get to have something that you that brings you joy that you also love and and you are safe and your family gets to see you thrive and shine, well, then, yeah, you'll do it. So we have to make a promise to the other voice because this part is very strong. This archetype within us is very strong and we cannot pretend it's not strong and it doesn't go away. So making them a promise. Like if, if, if I'm going to work so much that I would just leave my family and they'll starve to death, forget it. And they'll never make them dinner again and forget their lunches, you know, well then of course this part isn't going to do well. Um, you're right. I won't do it. I promise I won't work. 
But if it means I can, I can do that and I still get to thrive, make a promise that they feel good about and strong about the subconscious then starts. Okay. We have two voices here. We have two parts because it's never that all of us doesn't want it. It's just a part. So does that make sense? Absolutely. I can, yes, I I can feel when you say mama bear, I feel that feeling of like, you know, the, the mama bear, the wife guilt, the, the, even the, even the doggy parent guilt Mm -hmm. and you like, (laughs) you know, there's, I didn't walk today. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I need to be, you know, oh, I got to feed them twice a day. And like all of those things we have going in our head constantly as women. Oh Oh my gosh, it is so true. And so I, I love how you're, you're talking about being able to still like honor that side and not, yes. you, you know, not say like, oh, you're bad because it's a very strong part of us. And if we start trying to fight it, like you said, we're not going to win. <laughs> that no, part's going to win. No. It's, it'll <laughs> sabotage the business. They won't feel not successful. And, oh, you know, that was too good to be true. There's no such thing as having it all. And, you know, all these little voices come out, but we can do these things and still honor both parts. So and it's recognizing in the subconscious, the subconscious is a million times more powerful than our conscious mind. So logic isn't going to cut it. It's the emotional part we need to recognize. And when you do that, you can rewire your subconscious mind. Our mind has neuroplasticity. So it's just really powerful. And we can we can achieve so many things that we want in our heart, for our family, for ourselves, when we understand how our mind works. Yeah. Well, and honestly, it's, it, it brings up for me, um, a lot of my clients, like in the membership and stuff, I have them, I, I try to, to talk to them about when you're first starting, you know, like your marketing and, and trying to figure out what's going to go on my website and, and those types of things. A, a lot of us can get stuck there because it's wording and like, what do we want to say? And we feel mm-hmm. like we should be almost perfect on it. But then that's not really who we are. And, you know, so there's this like conflicting thing. Yeah. Yeah. But what I always try to to have them do is is the journaling thing, like you were saying, but also when they're journaling, getting very authentic about who they are, Excellent. because once they go to that emotional place of who they actually are and why they want to help who they want to help. Yes. Then when those people like I don't know how many times I've had people tell me the reason I chose you as, as an organizer over others is because just from those couple of paragraphs, I could tell you've been where I've been. You're not yes. going to judge me like you. Your heart like kind of came off of the page at me because you allowed your emotions to speak instead of putting on there what I thought someone else would want to hear. That's right. That's right. I've I as well. I've had people come out and say, wow, you really went through some things and turned your life around and made some big, big changes. You really inspired me. And I thought, wow, I almost didn't share that part because I <laughs> I was going to be embarrassed or I thought no one would care. But, you know, we it's it's important that we share so we can connect because, you know, we're all going through something and that's, you know, to be authentic is truly what I think it's about. So yeah, one of my I- favorite sorry to interrupt, but one of my favorite inspiring questions is what would God have me be if I weren't afraid? And on those days, I don't know what to do. Like, Ooh, that's a good, like, what would he have me be right now? If I wasn't afraid, a lot of things, (laughs) not on my couch right here crying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Well, and, and I think especially with, 
with social media and, and just just the world we live in right now. Everyone is is so worried about making sure that everything is perfect or fake yeah. or or not authentic. And 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 I get that because I'm the same way. When I show up, I want to be as pretty or as as put together sure. as possible. I'm not gonna show up in my jammies and like, you know, with my hair up all crazy. And so I get it why we do it. But on the other end of it, I know that a lot of people right now are craving authenticity and connection over everything else. And so when we can tap into that part of us and we can truly, you know, and honestly, I know for a fact that the reason that God has blessed my business is because my heart is in alignment. I truly want to help mm -hmm. people. And when I'm in that place of, okay, God, like my calendar's getting kind of, you know, I don't have enough clients right now or I need, you know, I need something instead of panicking and freaking out. I go to that place of, okay, I know you're going to provide because I'm in alignment with wanting to help people yes. and like from a heart centered place. And so please send me the next people that I'm meant to help. Not, oh my gosh, there's no one else out there for me to help. Cause you know, used to, that's what I would think is there's not enough yeah. people for me to help. There's no clients out there. And now I go to this place of, okay, send me the next one because I know there is a next one. Yes. And, you know, it's, it, it's those little mindset shifts, but a lot of those two I've learned, they just come with time. Like you just have to walk through the, the gunk to get through some of those things. Yeah. I think, you know, <clears throat> so much like you said is, is you're trusting yourself. You're, you've made some shifts in how you think and, with self-compassion and self-love and honoring ourselves, we start to have these energetic boundaries too. Like what are we available for? What are we not available for? Because I think so many times we think of boundaries as the ability to say, no, I don't want to go to that event. No, I'm not. But really boundaries are so often just about what am I available for? What am I not available for? And when you're not available for things that just suck your energy, it's amazing what you have energy for. You're just, you just, you're, I'm just not available for the things I used to be available for because I'm so, you know, energized about this thing I want to do now. And I have compassion for myself and, and I have those pauses now in my life that I know are important to keep my cup full and and I trust that the business will come in and I, my energy is in alignment and I'm just not available for the things, the people pleasing that I used to have to do to fill my cup up. I don't fill my cup up that way anymore. My boundaries have definitely become stronger because of it. And if, when I am out of alignment, I do see myself, my boundaries are low, I'm a little people pleasy. I'm doing these things that, <laughs> hmm, okay, that's this isn't in alignment. So yeah, everything starts to shift. Yeah. Well, and and I think for a lot of you, especially that are just getting started, I think a good kind of point to bring up here is that me and Christina both used to, it sounds like, not have much of a backbone. People please, <laughs> like, you know, we were definitely in those places. It, just in general, because we loved people, but our thought pattern was off. We used to think that loving people meant at our own detriment or or some kind of, you know, there was something off. Definitely. Yeah. For and me, so for me. for me too. And so my point is that I want any of you listening that feel like, well, I'm still in that place. I haven't made it to where you all are yet. 
the point is, is that you can make it here. You can do these things. You just, if when you're intentional with your time and you're intentional with looking inward, your answers are not going to come from outside of you. They're not going to come from someone else. They are going to come from within. It's yes. good to still learn, but the true answers come from when you can get still and quiet and listen to the birds or whatever fills your cup that way. Like whatever. And, and, you know, when you have those moments, like just thinking about listening to the birds, my whole body felt like it lit up, you know, like yeah. it just, we each have those things. And when we can find that thing that truly fills our cup and our emotional self, that is when things will start to shift in the way that they need to in our business. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, we don't need to change anything about us. You know, I promise when you just are who you are, like you said, and you're authentic and whatever quirky thing you do. And, you know, I, I, I always was trying to copy in the beginning of, of starting mm-hmm. my own business, some things. And I thought, I, that's just not me. It just doesn't feel right. And, you know, I'm sure there are some things I do like other hypnotherapists and Reiki masters and so on. And then there's just quirky Christina that does certain things my way. And that resonates with some and doesn't with others. And I'm a match for the people that, you know, I I'm here to align with and the rest should find the, the hypnotherapist and person that they align best with. There's enough for everyone. So it's perfect. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for helping us with this. Now tell everyone where they can find you, all the things you do. Give us kind of your rundown. <laughs> sure. So um, my name's Christina Woods and my website is Wise Woods, W-I-S-E-W-O-O-D-S.com. And I'm mostly on Instagram at Wise Woods Hypnotherapy. Wise Woods Hypnotherapy. I love it. And I'll put all the links in the show notes for everyone below and in the description. But thank you so much, Christina, for coming on and just you know, I love these episodes because it's not necessarily about a to-do list. Because for a lot of us as professional organizers, we're kind of type A, we like our to-do <laughs> lists, you know, those types of things. But sometimes we've got to get out of the to-do list and just allow ourselves the the time and the um the the thoughts and the energy and the emotions, like and, and looking inward instead of it being okay. I I thought about my thoughts. I did, you know, like instead of it being a checklist, just learning more about listening to our intuition and being curious about who we are. But then, like you said, knowing that who we are and how we were made is a hundred percent enough. Exactly. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And for you listening, we will catch you in the next one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. If you've gotten any value from today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps us grow and it warms my heart to hear from you. And make sure to stay connected with us on socials at Pro Organizers Coach. Then go to ProOrganizersCoach.com to find all the ways that we can help you succeed in your business. You have the power to make a difference in people's lives through decluttering and organization. Keep honing your skills, embracing those challenges, and fostering connections within our organizing community. Progress will come with every step, so keep pushing forward and you will achieve your dreams. 
girl, you've got this.